Sip and Listen, the podcast meant to inspire, challenge, and empower you to collaborate while taking big actions. With your co-hosts, wellness team, Chris and Lisa Lupo, recruiting genius, Jennifer Rojas, credit master, Valerie James, the recovery expert, Dave Cook, and lover of all things marketing, Alisa Lane. Good morning, and we actually have a new co-host coming to the show, and he's actually our guest today, Rob Actes. He's actually written the book, The Law of Action, and he is here to tell us all about taking action, what it takes to produce our dreams, and um, he actually starts the story about his daughter and some unforeseen circumstances that actually really propelled him. Well, let's just start on a high note. Oh! Always, always. And I also have um, Robin here, our producer, who's actually going to jump in because she's also an author and she's going to tell us about her journey and <laughs> everything that's made her her. Well, good morning to you both. Good morning. How you doing, Rob? I'm doing great. Yeah? Took massive action to get here. <laughs> I know. You were almost in an accident, it looked like. No, I never. No? No, I'm protected. Yeah, it's close? All it's all good. I'm it's protected. Good. Yeah, I have a bubble. It's all perfect. All right, and I have to start the show because... Um, Rob actually got to hang out with my man crush, Gary V. I did. How was that? He's awesome. It's, you know, he is, just the way he thinks is, is really inspiring. And he has, he just calls people on their, you know, on their BS. And I, and I like that about him. He's a very no-nonsense. He, he moves very, very fast. He's a man of action. He gets things done. He doesn't put up with nonsense. And, you know, I'm pretty much the same way. So I'm not as successful as Gary Vee, but I definitely have a lot of respect for him. And I love how he just tells people, look, if you're not making money, it's your fault. You're not taking action. You know, he, he said the other day when we, when we were talking, he said, you know, today's economy is the best it's ever been. Like back in the 80s and 90s when people were making money, it was really difficult to make money. It was hard. It was hard. Now he's like, if you can't make money in today's economy in 2018, moving into 2019, he goes, you're not working. You're an idiot. I mean, you're just not because there's so much abundance out there and it's easy. So, you know, people have all these excuses of like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. This is the best time to go out there and, and, and live your dreams because Back in the 80s and 90s, it was hard. In the early 2000s, it was hard. So I've actually just uh, finished his book, Crush It, the first one he wrote. I yeah. haven't got to the second one yet, but he talks a lot about all the platforms you can use today. Everything. And that's it. Content. Write it. Yeah. Talk about it. Whatever. Yeah. Get on video. Yeah, it's cool. He has his, uh, his film crew with him, and they just, they just content after content, everything he does, and then he just pieces it all together, and he uses it in so many different ways. I mean, it's, it's brilliant. I mean, if you're not if you're not following Gary V and you really want to get out there, you're you know you're missing the boat. Yeah, I got to see him first time on stage a couple of weeks ago when he was here in town, and um, it was quick. It was like ten minutes, but probably the most impactful part that I was there for. Yeah, no nonsense, man. None, 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 no nonsense. Just like bump, 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 bump. Yeah, that's it. Hmm. And he sent you some shoes. I did. I got some of his shoes, kind of like that. <laughs> it just came. Yeah, kind of cool. Yeah. So he's your best friend, pretty much. Uh, no, he's not my best friend. I'm not going to claim that. No. I'm going to start rumors. Hopefully, you'll be on the show soon. No. Yeah. No. We could start some fun. Uh, you know, you never know. But I'm just saying, no, I would not claim that I'm his best friend. Uh, was he one of the inspirations for your book? 
Uh, he wasn't. Uh, one of the inspirations for my book was actually my daughter. Mm. Um, you know, in the book, I talk about how June 8th, 2013, uh, it was a great day. And, you know, you never know what's going to happen in your life. I had a daughter who was healthy and vibrant and just spectacular. And she still is. However, um, on that night, she had a headache, unfortunately. And, you know, you, what do you do? You mom, dad, go hear some Tylenol and, you know, go to sleep and you'll be fine tomorrow. You get a headache. So she was up drawing a mermaid because she's an artist. And, man, our life changed. Uh, fast forward to she's posts on Instagram, this mermaid, and she has a headache. And then the next thing I know is... She's in a helicopter on a way to have brain surgery with a 4% chance of surviving. She had a, a blood clot in her brain that was causing major damage, and uh, she suffered four strokes in surgery, and she got out of surgery, and we didn't know if she was going to be alive. She was in a coma, and we prepared for her death about 72 times every hour. And, you know, we, we as a family took massive immediate action. We decided that our daughter's not going to die. We plan for it. So we make all the, all the plans of like, we're going to find the best medical care possible. And we're going to really advocate for her health because in the hospital situation, if you just let things happen and don't take massive action, uh, people do die. And I'm happy to say that she's uh, now 19 years old. She's married. She's got a husband and she's coming to visit me uh, for Christmas, which is exciting. And so, you know, when you take action, good things happen. And, you know, I talk about my book. And then if you don't take action, you can die. So, you know, what happens, you know, when I talk to a lot of my consulting clients, you know, they're, they have their businesses not running the way that it should. And they've really missed the signs and symptoms of a failing, uh, you know, business in that they end up in triage because they're not paying attention to the symptoms. So I was so focused on my daughter, Aiden, that I wasn't focused on my health. I thought I was. Uh, I was working out as hard as I could because I knew that in order for me to take care of my family, I needed to take care of myself. So I'd lost a lot of weight because I got really big in the hospital because what do you do when your daughter's laying there? You eat and you eat and you eat mm -hmm. and it's not good food. And um, I had this Charlie horse in my leg and I thought to myself, man, I got, I got to like go get it pressed on or do deep tissue massage. And so for months and months and months, I had this Charlie horse and I wasn't paying attention to the symptoms. My daughter, how brilliant she is, she goes, Dad, you know, you've got this blood clotting disorder called Leiden Factor 5 and you've got a blood clot. I'm in my 50s. I, I've got a blood clot. Look at me. I'm, I'm ripped. I look great. She's like, you got a blood clot, Dad. And so I just wasn't paying attention to the symptoms. And unfortunately, um, I did have a blood clot, and it turned out to be not just a blood clot, but a giant mass from the top of my thigh down to my ankle. And when I went to the doctor, because my leg swelled up massively, um, he looked at me and he said, uh, Rob, uh, looking at you know this ultrasound, I don't know how you're alive. It's a solid sludge. There's no blood moving through. Mm. Um, and so that was really scary. So the point I'm sharing is that you have to live your life every day like you want to be alive. You, you have to live every day like you want to be alive. At any moment, you could be in an accident. Someone you love could be in an accident. So, you know, we talk about business and stuff and people want to make money and all have all these great things. None of it means anything at 
all if you don't have relationships with the people that you care about the most. And you need to tell the people that you love in your life how much you love them on a consistent basis because at any given moment, they could be gone. Wow. I'm all about that. I'm like, you live a life of massive action to spend as much time as you can with the people that mean the most to you. That's what it's all about. It's not about accumulating wealth so you can have the most toys. It's about accumulating wealth so you can have the freedom to spend the time with the people that are important to you and to do good in the world to make a difference in the world. Yeah, I hear your passion. Like I hear the, the purpose. Your daughter is a huge piece of this. She is. She, now you said she was... 14 years old. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, 14 years old. It was, uh, it was amazing, you know. What, what was the most amazing part was that when you're in the hospital and you're seeing what's going on with you and then you go a little bit farther, so there's your room and then you're walking in the hallway and there's all the kids on the floor and then you think, this is a hospital with multiple floors and this is one hospital of many. Mm-hmm. So there's tens of thousands of people, of parents, that are going through this exact same thing right now. We happen to be on the cancer ward, and it was just overwhelming. And people don't really get how important it is to live a life like they want to be alive. Because at any moment, anything can happen Mm -hmm. to yourself or someone else. And so that's really one of the important messages that I give people is that you live a life with action. You take action, but there's a reason to do that. It's not just to accumulate wealth. You accumulate any wealth or monetary gain for the freedom to spend time with the people important. Because when I was laying in my bed, hoping to not die, none of the stuff I had mattered. What mattered was that I'm gonna get well to spend time with the people that I care about. So it's like a real wake-up call for you. Um, Two times, actually. It was a major wake-up call. Um, I lived my life a lot that way. But it was internally. I didn't share it with everybody. I always talked about action. But now, if you meet me or you're around me, I'm always going to say, you need to live your life like you want to be alive. Because a lot of people are walking through life, and they're just kind of in a zombie state. They're just kind of like, eh, you know, I'll do it someday. I'll do it someday. And you need to do it now. Because tomorrow may never come. And I'm not a doom gloom. I believe in abundance and, and, and I don't come from a scarcity mindset. However, the realization that you need to have is that your life is precious and your family's life is precious and your people around you, your friends and, and associates are precious. And if you want them in your life and you want them happy, you need to let them know how much they mean to you so that there's no need for closure. Like, I will tell you, the people in my life, if I die today or they die today, they know 1,000% how much I care about them and how much they mean to me. So there's no, you know, when someone dies, there's that void of like, I should have told them how much I love them. If you're in my life and you're in my inner circle, you know. You know where you stand and you know, without a shadow of a doubt, how much you mean to me and the impact you've had on my life, without a doubt. That is like the best way to live. It's the only way to live. Mm-hmm. That's what I, you know, I've, I've, I want everybody, I live this incredible life and <clears throat> I've had a lot of near death experiences. And so I'm like, okay, so I'm not playing big enough. And so there's a reason that I had a gun put to my forehead in an armed robbery and didn't die. 
There's a reason that I was in a rip current and went out into the middle of the ocean and didn't die. There's a reason I was in a major car accident and didn't die. There's a reason I had a blood clot. And the reason is I am on this earth to do something bigger than just me. My reason is to empower people to live incredible lives, to have that happily ever after because it's available to you and that's my reason for being here. And when you wake up every day with a reason and a purpose, it's an incredible life. Like, and it's not about you. It's not about you. You know, yeah, I wrote the book. However, there's a reason I did it because it's empowering to people and people have shared with me that their life is better because of the message I put in that book. And I'm like, wow. And so that makes me more excited to go share this message and have other people share the message and to live a life of action. Well, and you're in action in a lot of different things. You have businesses, you do voiceovers, you've got a fun shop in Fountain Hills that I got to visit last week when my breaks oh, yeah. were not in action. Right. Yeah, tell us about all that. Well, so I've been a, a voice actor for 30 plus years. I was in radio in San Diego for 15 years. And, um, you know, when I was four years old, and I talk about it I in the love book, this. Yeah, you said yeah. this. Yeah, so I was four years old. Um, you declared something. I did declare. Um, you know, depending upon the age you are when you're listening to this show, um, Gary Owens from Laugh-In, I was four years old and I was a precarious little kid, and I saw Gary Owens say, why, from downtown Burbank? And I turned to my family and I said, I want to talk on TV. Now, I had no idea what that meant. How, how do you know what that means? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I just started living my life like I wanted to talk on TV. I didn't even really understand what radio was, but you know, I'm sure Dave Pratt did the same thing. I'm eight, nine, 10 years old, and I'm playing radio in my bedroom with cassette players and turntables. Okay, if you're young, you're millennials, cassette players, this little device, well, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, you know, a record, you know, eight-track tapes I used to play with. And um, I just went through that. And so when I was, and it's all about taking action. So I did that. And I had a mobile music company when I was 16 years old, and I used to play. Wait, I want to hold you back just a bit, but was your family supportive when you said that? You know, I think they probably thought, you know, he's four. You know, I'll tell you, and my family, if you meet my family, you probably will meet more of my family. Um, I'm not like my family. They're all um, employees. They're not entrepreneurs. They're not in the creative field. And so I'm like, not this black sheep. I'll be a black sheep. Um <laughs> But it's like, I don't fit. I don't fit in this puzzle of, so they kind of tolerate me. You know, I have a lot of energy and they're pretty low key family. And I'm, oh, it's, it's Rob, you know. So nothing surprises them. And they just kind of like, you know, they liked it when I was in radio and I used to give them free concert tickets and movie tickets. I mean, they liked that. Sure. But, uh, you know, I started in radio in San Diego. Um, I was selling copiers. Uh, before before I got into radio. And what was funny about it, it was if you don't do what you're supposed to do, you're not going to be happy. So I was, it was 1989 and I was selling copiers for Minolta and I was 20 something years old. I was making six grand a month. Six grand a month back in 1990 was a hell of a lot of money. They were taking more money out of my taxes than I ever made. And money has never been a motivator for me, but it was funny because I was talking to my really good friend, uh, Tony, who I used to be on the radio with, and he was saying, you know, 
let me ask you a question. You're working at Minolta and you want to be in a radio. And I said, yeah. I said, I love the fact that you're a B100 in San Diego and man, you're on the radio and thanks a lot for letting me come to the station and meeting everybody. He goes, so here's your question. Do you think that, how are you going to get in a radio? And I go, well, he goes, you actually think that someone's going to knock on your door and say, hey, we want to put you on the radio. And I go, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, that's kind of stupid. But I really thought that. And I think a lot of people in radio think that. They just think they're going to knock on the door and they're like, hey, Rob, we want you on the radio. We have no idea who you are because you've been playing in your bedroom, but we're going to put you on the radio. No. So what he said was, you got to get a job at a radio station. So I went and got a job at KFMB TV and was B100 and, and uh, uh, AM radio station. And I got a job at the switchboard. I was a uh, you know receptionist and I loved it. And... You know, I'm, I'm kind of not shy and I'm kind of, you know, I, I'm an action taker. And very short amount of time, I worked my way back into the promotions department and Tony was in production. I met everybody at the station and I was making, you know, I think three eighty eight an hour and working 10 hours a week, living in poverty. So I went from a $6,000 a month <laughs> job to making nothing, but I did what I wanted to do and I started. How was that for you though? It was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. I lived off of uh, free food from the radio stations, which I'm sure Robin can definitely relate to. Oh yeah. And it's. Uh, <laughs> Is this right? <laughs> yeah. She, anybody can say this story. They're yes. in radio. Yeah. So it, it was, it was amazing. And I worked my way up and then I got a show on the weekends and it was the B100 Saturday night dance party. And I did um, live remotes uh, with Tony. We had a mobile music company so they could have a live radio personality at their wedding receptions or their corporate parties. And I made a lot of money back then doing that. So, you know, I just took action on what I wanted to do. And if you do what your life purpose is, it just comes easy. Copiers was really hard, but I'm like, I just did what I do and I, I work hard. Um, but life doesn't have to be hard. Life is really meant to be joyous. And if you're living a life where it's just really, really hard, you may want to reevaluate where you're at because life can be beautiful and just flow. You, know, you have this incredible life. You know, Robin has an incredible life. You can feel the energy. You're doing what you're supposed to do. You know when you are. You know when you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. If you're grinding through life, you need to reevaluate. It's funny because two years ago, someone invited me to be a co-host for a show. And uh, at the time, I was like, me? Like, why would I do that? Because you got the sexy voice. I guess. Yeah, she does got a great radio voice, huh? She does. No, she's not a radio <laughs> voice. She's got a sexy voice. Like, Now we're turning this into a new business. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I did it regardless of the fears that were showing up. And I loved it. Two years later, I'm just in love with the show. Love with the message that gets out the the reasons why people do what they do which fascinates me I, I was talking to robin we've been together for what almost a year almost a year yeah and you were talking about how it motivates you even like gives you inspiration just being on the show with us absolutely and the funny thing is i'm sitting here laughing because rob was talking about his pinnacle moment being four years old i had the exact same moment at four years old yeah mom had to um pick the lock on the bathroom door she caught me with one of my, you know, those play school record players, the plastic Oh, we're going ones. down that path. Okay. The, well, we're about the same age. So, you know, play school record players with the plastic cord and the microphone. She gets in there and she finally says, you know, you don't have to lock yourself in the bathroom to sing to your records. Four years old. I said, Mom, I'm not singing to my records. I'm playing DJ. Yeah. I know. It's amazing. It's so cool. That's just crazy because you have that thing that's in you, but you don't know where it comes from. 
And at the age of 11, I started in radio with the great Jonathan Brandmeier. Yeah, wow. it's, it's, it's amazing. And it's funny because, you know, radio is a whole different ball of wax now. But for us old timers, it was, man, it was amazing. I remember I used to watch WKRP all the time. and Dr. Johnny Fever. Yeah, it was just, I'm like, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's just amazing. And so, you know, one of the things that I talk about in the book is the law of action. So this is a reason why you don't have to buy the book, so I'm going to tell you exactly what the law of action is, and that's decide, plan, and act. Really simple stuff. So what happens is you decide to do something, you plan to do something, and I'm sure if you're listening to this, you're saying, yeah, I do that all the time, and then of course you immediately take action and act. And that's where it is. So, you know, you're saying to yourself, oh, oh, so that's the missing piece. I decide and I plan and then I plan some more because, you know, I need to learn more about what I'm going to do or, you know what, I'm just not quite ready. Uh, I'm just not organized. And so what I believe with the law of action where you decide, you plan and then fail to act is it's not about organization. It's not about lack of information. It's really about fear. So, in the book, I talk about overcoming fears, and I guarantee you, if you will look at situations in your life where you decide you plan and you're failing to act, whatever it is, big, little, or small, it's based on fear. And if you can figure out what that fear is, whether it's fear of success, big fear for a lot of people, fear of unworthiness, the imposter syndrome, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. If you can figure out what that fear is and break through it, your life will be transformed. So if you find out what your biggest fear is, my biggest fear was being in a helicopter and terrified of heights, like my whole life. I can't even really, I almost fell off a, a, a building in radio. As Robin can relate to this, I was I was putting up a, a, a giant balloon on a three-story building with uh, J.R. Rogers, who's still a radio personality in San Diego. And... Um, I was committed. Like, I'm committed to what I do. I'm a hard worker and I'm committed. And there was a wind that carried this giant 25-foot balloon across the roof and down over the roof. And what did I do? I dove after the balloon. <laughs> J.R. Rogers grabbed my feet and prevented me from falling down to my death below. But that was my commitment level <sighs> to, you know, being in radio. And so after that, you know, I've worked out and I can't even get on those little benches. I couldn't do that. So I overcame my fear and I got in a helicopter. And, and this is in Hawaii, right? This is in Hawaii. Oh, I love that yes. story. It was amazing. Um, so what I'm saying is overcome your biggest fear. And when you do that, like now I'm really invincible because I've overcome my fear of heights and doing that helicopter because I got through the other side. So now whatever I have going on in my life, I decide, I plan. And if I'm not acting, I figure out what that fear is, and I move through it. I'm like, man, I got a helicopter. So find your biggest fear, whatever it is, or start small and do little fears. But once you do that, the universe will look at you and say, hey, Elisa, you're playing at a different level. And what will happen is there's this momentum that comes when you decide, you plan, you act. You decide, you plan, you act. And the universe looks at you and says, you know, you were playing at this level here, and now you're playing at this level here. So now you're worthy of incredible people coming into your life. You're worthy of more abundance because you can handle it because you're living your life the way you 
you should be living your life. You're living your life like you want to be alive. You're 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 taking action, and when you take action, there's that momentum that happens in your life. And very successful people that I know, I've discovered that they decide, they plan, they act faster and faster and faster. So if you make ten thousand dollars a year, and you want to make a hundred thousand dollars a year, you better start deciding and planning and acting more and get that momentum in your life. Because when you decide. You plan and you act more and more and more it becomes easier. There's this momentum that that happens. It's inertia, and magical things will happen. The people that I've met over the last year by really implementing the law of action have been incredible. I've met people, hung out with Gary Vee. I've met you know just incredible number one best-selling authors. I mean, Hal Elrod wrote the forward for the book. Mike Kinnigs wrote the forward for my book, um, and. It's amazing how just incredible opportunity and abundance will come when you play at the level that you should be playing. If you honor who you are and live a life of action, man, abundance, it's effortless. Just how opportunity comes to you, it's, it's overwhelming how opportunity comes to you. Well, you're vibrating at a higher level too, which brings you those people it. into your into your life that way. You got it, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's raise your vibration. And, and you know, I'll tell you this, um, who you hang out with is your is who is is your net worth. So if you're not making enough money, you want to look at the five people you're hanging around with. And if you're hanging around a bunch of people that are kind of like, you know, not up to big things, you need to change. They could be family, but you can have them in your life. But who you surround yourself with, and in 2018, I hung around people that were eight figure you know, multimillionaires. And I hung around with a guy worth half a billion dollars. Let me tell you, hanging around them and seeing how they live their life makes a difference. And it's not about the monetary. I'm talking about what they do in their life to make a difference for others. If you really get that you have this message in in the world and you have this skill or this talent or whatever it is, for you not sharing it is really a sin. It's a crime. You know, there's a lot of authors I know that listen to this show or potential authors that have decided and they plan to write a book and they don't do it. You know, I tell you, um, you're being selfish. If you knew the cure for cancer, would you go, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry, I don't want to bother you, but uh, the cure for cancer is to... You wouldn't do that. You'd be shouting for the rooftops. So if you have a message that's important or you have a service that's important that's going to make an impact on people's lives, you need to share that. And that's into action. You don't need more research. You don't need this. Just go do it. Because you can learn from taking action and retool and re you don't you don't have to be hundred percent accurate. You can you can you can pivot left or pivot right and then learn from that. It doesn't have to be perfect all the time. But what has to happen is you have to be in action. That's the key. You have to raise your vibration. And the people and the opportunities will come your way. And if you're not having opportunities just fall out of the sky, you know, hey, the deal of a lifetime comes every two weeks. And if that's not happening in your life, you need to raise your vibration and really look and evaluate how you're living your life because it's you. It's not the world. It's you. Because who you are is what dictates the abundance and success you have in this world. No one else but you. So you say raise the vibration. Say more about that because some people get caught up in that. Well, you know, I look at it this way is that, you know, there's a, I'm dating myself again, but I always go back to this visual. 
I don't remember what the was. It was with uh, it was a nuclear a nuclear uh, what was it called? I can't think of the movie. Come on, Robin, help me out. You're as old as me. Um, <laughs> the China Syndrome. I think it was the China Syndrome. Sounds it was about, about the, right. the nuclear reactor. But I remember they kept showing this video of this nuclear reactor and it had this like uh, caked on something. It was shaking. It was vibrating. And there were things that were breaking off of it, the protective layer. So what happens when you raise your vibration, you just be different. So you feel this energy. You you know, people tend to just go through life. I, I watch people driving and they're asleep. They go through life asleep and, you know, we're in media, but I will tell you the way you want to raise your vibration is don't watch the news for two weeks or a month. Trust me, you'll know what's going on. If it's the end of the world, someone will tell you, go, excuse me, it's the end of the world. (laughs) But all this nonsense with politics and all this violence and all this stuff, you really don't need to see it. Because garbage in, garbage out. I don't watch that stuff. I don't have conversations about that stuff. It, it honestly doesn't affect me. I get up every morning and I wake up and before I even open my eyes, I'm awake and I'm like, I am so happy. Like I wake up every day and I'm like, I'm alive. Like I'm alive. I get the first thing. You got to give gratitude for, for, for all that you have in your life. I'm alive. I've got this amazing family. I have these incredible close friends. I, I have all this abundance and just sit there for minutes and minutes and minutes and give gratitude. Don't like the first thing, get up and look at your email or social media. That's nonsense. Focus on being the best you so that you can add and empower others to be the best them. And raising your vibration is all about who you are. That's that's what it's about is who you are. Are are you someone you want to hang out with? Or you're like, oh man, you know, and just always be negative. That just mm-hmm. drains everybody. And if you have no friends, you might want to look at who you're being because others people's perception is your reality. So like if you think you're great, but everybody thinks you're, you know, an asshole. I don't know if I can say that, but I just did. Um, you know, you, you, you beep that out. I'll rather laugh. Yeah, I know. There you go. You know, you really are. But if, I, but if you're thinking to yourself, you know, I'm just not that good, but everybody thinks, oh my God, Elisa, we love you. That's the reality. You just don't know it yet. So by raising your vibration, you, you know, most people think if you ask, you know, uh, who am I? They're going to say, well, I'm like this. But the majority of time, like when I just meeting Robin and who and knowing you, like you know who you are. However, I don't think you know that you think you're like at the 10% level, but getting to know you, you're really like a 70%. Like you're amazing what you do and what you can accomplish, and you don't even know that. And so raising your vibration, a lot of it has to do with self-talk, you know, you think to yourself would you really say the things that you say to yourself to your best friend? No. The things that people say to themselves are atrocious. And you would never tell that to someone you love. And guess who you're supposed to love the most? You. So if you're having not the life you want, really think about what the things you're telling yourself. And an easy way to really raise your vibration and to feel better about yourself is really just check in with the people around you. If you have some really amazing, loving friends that really care about you, their perception is your reality. So raise your reality to their perception. 
And it starts every morning by saying something positive. You are your best cheerleader. When you look in the mirror every day, I always have this saying that I tell people, I accept myself unconditionally right now. So you put that thought in your head every day and you start your day on a positive note. And I notice that when I get up and I start on a positive note, there's nothing that can put me in a negative frame of mind. And if somebody comes into my studio that's negative, I change that. I will not allow someone negative to come through this door because I see on average 75 people a week between my show hosts and my guests. So there's no way that I'm going to allow someone to come in here where I love to be and infiltrate my positive vibe with their negativity. I will, if I have to, I'll go give them a hug because sometimes that's just what someone needs because we're all fighting this thing we called life. And as Rob said, you got to have that positive mindset. And there's something else when I do my spiritual life coaching with people, I tell them straight up, you got to look at yourself and say, whatever I believe I can achieve. And that's where you start reframing things in your own brain, because we the brain is a very powerful tool, and we don't use it the way that we should. I mean, the smartest man, what, 100 years ago, used 10% of his brain. And now we have all these things at our disposal, where we're learning consistently. So why can't we tool this brain to work for us? It's that simple. Yeah. And I'm hanging out with superheroes today. (laughs) Yeah, well, you're pretty superheroes. So we're all superheroes. You know, it's garbage in garbage out. Truly. You know, I, I see all this nonsense. And so, you know, I live in Gilbert and I work out of my house. I have a studio there and I don't drive a lot. And so for me to drive from here, it's funny because, you and know. Since you've met me, I think you've driven more than usual. Yeah, I know. I don't know what that's all about. <laughs> I don't know what that's all about. But, you know. It's my pull. It's your pull. There you go. So there's a lot of nonsense on the freeway and a lot of people doing a lot of stuff. And, and so, you know. I, I was watching this lady and she was screaming and yelling at every car around her. Mm. And she was the problem, okay? <laughs> and so here's what I want you to also think. So if you're driving in the morning commute and you're saying, you know, you're driving, you're like, oh, you're a jerk. You're stupid. You're, you know, guess what? Your subconscious mind doesn't know that you're talking to the person in the car with their flashing lights that's holding up traffic. You're programming your self-conscious mind Mm. so when you're lashing out at other people saying you're stupid you're an idiot you're a moron that's all going to you and i'm reframing that and my subconscious mind knows i'm really pushing energy that's not what i think of myself and so all these people that drive so aggressive on the freeway they're yelling and screaming at each other and they go into the office and they have a really crappy day they cause that it's not the people on the road and here's the way you can look at stuff and reframe. So we were driving. I was driving this morning, and there was a really bad car accident. And I'm never late, ever, like never late. And for some reason, I couldn't get out of my house. It was just something was pulling me, so I just didn't force it. And it's interesting because exactly the lane that I turn in, and if I can look, there was an accident when I was driving to get on the freeway, and right where that accident was... If I would have left where I thought I would have left, because I can tell by the amount of police and all the backup of the traffic, and I was on the phone with you, that could have been me. Mm -hmm. And so I let things flow. I don't force things. I just, and you know, I was like, you know, if I'm late, I'm late. This is a 60 minute thing. Our show will be 43 minutes because it's not that important. It's not life changing. 
Um, now I have a commitment and I'm very big on my word. That's important. If I said I will be here, I will be here. And I rerouted and I got here and we're safe. But I didn't, I didn't uh, do anything that would have any impact on anybody else. And I just drove the way that I needed to get to get here. And I didn't yell or scream at anybody. And there was a lot of people that were doing crazy things in the road. But I didn't let it impact me. Because I could have walked in and I'm like, oh my gosh, these people are so crazy on the road. And brought all that negative energy in. Man, I just wiped that off and just move on. Because I'm on a mission to get people to take action in their lives. And this is way more important than all the nonsense going on out there. And so, once again, man, just raise your vibration Live your life like you want to be alive. That's not important. Like if you look at your life and you see all the stuff in your life, that's really not important. What's important is relationships with people and having an impact on other people. Because who you are has a significant impact on people. And how you interact with people has a significant impact on people. You know, people just go through life and they think it's all about them. It's not. So I go out of my way to be kind and gentle to people and really empower them and really share my energy with them because you never know what someone's going through. You know, um, wow, just, just hit me. I was in the bank um, when my daughter was in the hospital and man, I just think about this. Um, I was trying to do something that I had to take care of. I'd been in the hospital with my daughter and um, for days and days and days. You just don't leave. And I finally got out and I went to the bank to take care of something because, you know, the world still revolves. Everything has to happen. And there was one person in line and there was a couple people in line. And I just asked this woman, I said, excuse me, um, could I? I was very calm and I just said, excuse me, would it be okay if I just cut in front of you, make this quick transaction? And she just went off on me. I have a daughter who's in a coma who I don't know if is going to live. And she's like, who do you think you are? You just think you could just walk up to me and just ask if you could cut in front of me? You don't think my life is busy? And just went on and on and on and on and on. And I just like, wow. So um, she had no idea what was going on in my life. So when I interact with people, you always give them the benefit of the doubt. You think, you know, if they're cranky or whatever, there might be something going on. It's not always about you. You know, maybe just say, wow, they must be having a really hard day. You know, it's, it's, it's important. You know, how you interact in this world has a significant impact. If you take a, a bowl of water and it's calm and you just touch the, t you know, the middle of that water and it ripples out, that's how you are in this world. And that's how your vibration happens. If you walk around, you're all negative. That just globs on to people. And, it, and we only have a very short amount of time on this, on this earth, you know, that we get to be conscious and be on this earth. And so don't waste the time. Find the things that bring you joy and find the ways that you can empower and help other people. And that to me is an extraordinary life. Everything else is just extra, just extra. Because even, even just a moment of giving someone a hug or a really nice handshake, or just looking at them in the eyes and just being present with them really can have a significant impact on someone's life. It can, can change who they are that day because there's a lot of nonsense going on in this world and there's a lot of stress and people don't all know how to raise their vibration. But a word of kindness, 
or letting people in because you know there this one woman on the freeway she had her turn signal on and she's so i just slowed way down and made a spot i kind of blocked the traffic for her so she could get over instead of like oh this is my lane no one's gonna cut in front of me because you know maybe maybe she was going to you know help someone or maybe she had a you know whatever so i i believe that you really have to be the best you so that you can have that ripple effect so we can have the best world. And, you know, people are so caught up in their individual stuff of like, me, 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 me. I need to make money. I need to get in traffic. I need to do this. I need to do that. And it's not. It's, it's about really contributing and giving. It's not about taking. And I will tell you, the more you give, and this is not, I'm like, this is like Rob's tip. No, I'm just telling you, this is not like, oh, I'm going to start giving more. But the more you joyously give to the world, whether it's money or time or energy or, or kindness or love, it comes back to you, not tenfold, but hundredfold. It's, it's, it's quite overwhelming. Robin sitting there shaking her head. She knows. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and I hope that People will take that because, like I said, our world is filled with a lot of nonsense right now. And you need to really just be present with the people that are important to you. That's what it's all about. I'm just like, wow. I know, right? Just wow. I mean, I'm just grateful right now the fact that we met maybe two, three weeks ago. I don't even know if it's that long. Two weeks ago? A week ago. (laughs) Yesterday. He he was destined to come into your Um, life. But it was such a great, um, from the moment, like it was just such a great, easy conversation to have with you. And to see, like, not only you've written a book, but your businesses and the life you lead and the relationships you have and your daughter coming into town. And just hearing you talk is such a freaking awesome place to be with you. And the fact that you took on being one of our co-hosts is just like, to me, one of the biggest gifts. Like, I can't wait to see what comes out of the community that you actually be a part of. Well, thank you. I, you know, I'm, when someone looks at you and says, you're going to die or I'm, you live your life different. And, and I, I do live my life different massively. I hope it doesn't take that for some people. Like, I well, here's the, here's the thing. I, it doesn't take, mm-hmm. but I want you to learn from me. Exactly. Like learn from, there's a lot of people. So learn from them. That's what's important is learn from them. Don't reinvent the wheel. Like, get it. Like, at any moment, your life can change. If you have a child and you're like looking at them and like, oh, they're great. I don't want to spend any time with them. I thought that. And then the next thing I know, she's in a coma and she's got a 4% chance of living. And they're like, you know, we're going to do our very best, but I don't know if she's going to make it. And your perspective changes in that moment. It does. So don't have that happen to you. Learn from my perspective, other people's, other near-death experiences. There's a reason that we're out there sharing that information. You know, I'm the narrator for all the Miracle Morning audiobooks from Hal Elrod. And El, Hal is just this incredible, incredible guy. And reading, and I highly recommend his books. It's a Miracle Morning. Um, the audiobook is great. I read it. So, um, But what, I, what I, I love about Hal is that it's so important to start your day the right way. And so the Miracle Morning is about starting your day and focusing on you as opposed to all the other nonsense. So there's a thing called the Lifesavers. And if you read the book, it's it's just incredible. But 
When I read his book, it was five years ago, it transformed my life, like absolutely transformed my life. And him and I are, are good friends and business partners and, and I do all of his, his books now. I'm actually, um, after this, I'm gonna go do a new book, which is another book in the Miracle Morning um, book series. And it's super cool. I'm very excited about that. But there's all this information out there. You know, I just finished a book, um, finishing it today. It's the 21 Day Miracle by Ed Rush. Ed Rush is this incredible guy. He's a fighter pilot. And he's a business strategist and a business consultant. And he's running for president in 2020. You can go to Ed Rush 2020. He's an incredible guy. And it's a totally different message. And I'm like, wow, this guy could win. You know, um, there's so much abundance and of, of people that are sharing their messages and you just have to go out there and find. That's what I love about this show is that one little, you know, if, if I had an impact on one person today, it was totally worth it to like go through the traffic. I mean, it wasn't enjoyable to go through the traffic, um, but if I had one person, like one person like, wow, you know what? I'm gonna raise my vibration. I'm raising my hand to that because before we went on the air, I was telling Elisa that what I get out of working here with all the different shows, especially listening to her show, I pay attention. And sometimes there's something that a host or a guest will say that will trigger me to write that sentence down. And then now I know what to put on my blog. So there was something you said earlier that I'm going to use as part of my blog today. So I am raising my hand. You've inspired me today. Yay. Uh. That means a lot. Thank you. I uh, I got to tell you, people, you you have to live your life like you want to be alive. Uh, I had a friend. That's the line. That's it. <laughs> Thank you. you. That's the line. And I and I just got, you know, my chills. You know, I had a friend. I was at a funeral this weekend from a friend of mine, Bill, and and he lived his life like he wanted to be alive. He he tragically died in a four wheeling you know accident and uh, died on impact. And he was this incredible man and. And who he was has left a significant legacy. And because he lived a life full of zest and lived his life like he wanted to be alive, like he lived his life like he wanted to be alive. And one moment, I get a call and he's gone. And, um, you know, I think of all the, all the time that I don't get to hear his stories. And it's just... It's so important. And I know that's the, the, the key message today is that, I don't know, there's a lot of nonsense going on and um, in, the, in the world. And it's really important now to build up those relationships because that's really all we have is each other. Everything else, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. It's, you know, at night when you go to bed and you think of, did you make an impact in the world today? Have you touched a life? That's what matters. And it may not matter to you know someone listening. It matters to me, and I think it matters to people in this room, and I think it will matter to more and more people. And I, I really believe I can feel that we've inspired some people to look at their lives a little different. And uh, you know that's an extraordinary life if you can have a significant impact on people in whatever that is, then that's, that's a life worth living. I love it. I love it. So what's next after this book? I got four more in the works. You know, I, I'm busy. Four? four more. Just yeah, four. Just okay, four more. Um, so, 
you know, now now being a part of of this show, that's that's what's going on. I'm doing a lot more speaking. Um, I do strategic advising, which I love. You know, I help people break through their fears uh, and get into action in their businesses, and I help them find what you know what the symptoms are where they're 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 not paying attention to. Uh, I have a client in Florida. And uh, she's got a company, and I, I love the fact. So she was starting a new company, and it's a CBD company, and she was on track to do about $150,000 in sales. And that was good for sheer. She was doing great. Um, I saw much more potential, and she had all of these things. So when I work with, with someone, I take all of the things that are in their business and all the things that they're doing. And it's funny because someone with ADHD and someone as disorganized people think as me, but I have this ability to just really look at things and I'm very insightful and I can see things. So they take all of the things that they're working on and it's like a puzzle piece and just dump them out on the floor and I'm able to pull out with them exactly what's the right things they should be taking action on, the other stuff that's nonsense, and they're not doing that. So I worked with her and we looked at that. We found those key things. And one of the things, she had a fear of success, which is really unbelievable because She's a consultant for other people and she's helped people make millions of dollars. But for her own sake, she just doesn't feel worthy of that success. And I know, it's crazy. It seems, well, it seems like it would be harder for her. It is. Well, it's harder for her because she just, she wants to help other people. Mm-hmm. And so now we got her helping herself. And, and she's become a good friend now. And her name is Tina. And what's amazing is she was on track for about $150,000. Now, three months after I worked with her, um, she sent me a letter. And it was amazing. It was an actual letter. And you don't get a lot of letters. And she says, I'm sending you something. I'm like, okay, package. What am I getting? Some CBD oils or something. I know. And it was a letter. And she's on track to do over a million dollars. And so it it was really simple what we did. We, we just found what she needed to do. Her fear of failure, fear of unworthiness, fear of success, and fear of firing her partner. She had a business partner that was really destroying her business. So we had her over that came that fear got her to the point of she made that decision. We retooled. We found some processes for her and instant. And she's doing really, really, really well. And um, she's worthy of it. And she's making a difference. And she contributes in so many ways of helping other people. And I'm like, you're worthy of this. You will help other people by getting more people to know about your incredible products. And, you know, it's, it's overwhelming that you can say things to people or that you have insight or it's just such a joy to to do that it's and it's not about me it and i believe that you know the universe really helps me i don't believe that it all comes from me i think i've got help and um but i've really helped a lot of people you know i've worked with christina a hairstylist and we've really catapulted her business in two months she's doing what she thought she would do in a year and it was really all about, and she read the book, and it's about overcoming that fear of success and fear of all those voices in her head. And I said, I dare you, do not talk to yourself the way you're talking to yourself. And we really got that, got out of her. And I, I, I gave her some very specific tasks to do, and she went out there and took massive immediate action. She decided, she planned, and she acted, and she is really amazing. She is. She's actually going to be in the show on this, I think, Christmas Eve. We've got a recap show, which I'm going to invite Rob to be on that show, perhaps. 
Perhaps. Perhaps. I'll, I'll see if be I be fun to have I'll the the recap. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the recap from Rob. Um, so okay, so we've got what's next. Um, do you want to mention one of your businesses in Fountain Hills? Only because I, I really like, I just want to give them some love. I get a, I get a cool business. It's a, it's it is a, super cool. It's a hot rod shop. We build custom Ooh, cars. I know. Now you're talking my language. Yeah. So we're actually even thinking about doing a fashion show coming up in February, which is a little teaser right now. There you go. And bringing in some, some really sexy cars. great bodies. So it's called Mods Hot Rods. It's in Fountain Hills, Arizona. Um, you can find us at uh, modshotrods.com. Uh, we're starting a podcast. It's called Hot Rods, Mods, Bikes, and Babes After Hours. And uh, it's very cool. Uh, my good friend uh, Sean and Kinsey and World Partners out there. And uh, we build custom cars. We build Corvettes and Mustangs. And we have about 21 active builds. Um, we have uh, some incredible cars out there. We actually have an Indy Pace car, one of 100 cars ever made. And there's not that many in existence. Um, we're awesome. I'm going to give a shout out to Wes for yeah, working Wes on my car. Is, I love Wes. He's like my f- new favorite. Wes is the bomb. He kept me safe. Uh, you know, all of our techs are amazing. We probably, I tell you, I will say that we probably have the best shop in Arizona. If if not, even outside Arizona, um, we we are top tier. Our painters are amazing. Our techs are amazing. And we have, we have created a team that's magical. And we create amazing, amazing cars. Um, we just got some news that... Uh, I, I can't share yet, but we're working on on something that's really, really special and really rare, and it's going to make a big splash. So that's Hot Rod Shop. Um, you can get uh, two free two free chapters of the Law of Action at thelawofaction.com. Um, there's some other tools there. Um, you can get my book. It's going to come out on Audible soon. I've been so busy doing uh, speaking and uh, advising that I've not been able to corral everybody that I needed to do the voices for the audiobook. If it was just me, that'd be great. But yeah. the people that I interviewed in the book actually have them oh, in great. the book. That's so um, that was uh, pretty pretty exciting. So that's getting done. Hopefully that'll be released on Audible. Um, I'm up to almost 30 books on Audible. I've got uh, The 21 Day Miracle by Ed Rush, which will be on Audible uh, coming out, which is actually kind of cool because he voiced his book first, and it's out there now. If you go get it, it's his voice. But now he wants me to do it, so I'm revoicing his book, and so I'm going to be the voice of Ed Rush's The 21 Day Miracle. Nice. So all kinds of cool stuff. And now doing this show, and life's great. Yeah, I love it. Busy. Massive immediate action. Decide, and great relationships. Plan. Like I've noticed great relationships in your life. The few people that I've met, just phenomenal people. Yeah. And, I mean, you, you really take action with it. Uh I do. And, yeah. and you know, I, I really am selective of who I allow in my life because it has an impact on your life. And you, everybody listening should really do that and reevaluate as you're going to 2019 is if you're not, if your life is not where you want it to be, reevaluate of who's there. It might be time to just, you know, dump a little dead weight. You don't Robin. owe anybody anything. Robin, um, we're in the circle. In, yeah. Unfollow in real life. There Ooh. you go. Exactly. I like it. <laughs> exactly. Delete, delete, delete. Well, this is going to be interesting going into 2019. Definitely tune in for some new shows with Rob. And um, gosh, just have a great show and everything that you've got going on. Thanks. I love it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to be here. And, you know, like I said, um, live a life of action. It's the most important way to live your life. Mass Wait, and what's immediate the, action. What's the line? Live the life. What is it you're saying? Come on, what's that line? Live your life, life like you want to, to be, be alive. alive. I didn't want to steal it from him, but that's <laughs> that's what I'm going to use today. You're going to have to put his name in quotes. Absolutely. There you go. We'll see you guys next week.